Oh, gosh. So Jared last night told me to make a joke on I did an Instagram live. And it was a great joke, Jared, but it fell flat. No one liked my joke. I think we got to work on the bit a little bit, but... Because <laughs> it doesn't say much in the Bible about it, but, like, yeah, was Jesus Christ a good carpenter or not? That's right. They never speak about, like, all the things he made. Was... Like, you know, good. back Cause... in those days, he had remedial hand tools. Yeah. So, like, what did he do? Right. And then if you had something that Jesus Christ made, like a chair... Yeah. And, like, you had people over... Yeah. You'd be like, oh, nice chair. Who made it? Jesus Christ did. Remember that Jesus guy who died? He made yeah. this chair. Wow. And he'd be like, I totally want to sit in that chair. How can I sit in that chair? Yeah. And then it was like not that great of a chair. So you're like, mm. and you're like mm. he wasn't that great of a he carpenter. Wasn't that great of a carpenter. But maybe he was an amazing carpenter. Right. What if he was who like knows? A, yeah, what if he was like a, a construction guy? Like what if he like built houses? Right, right. Or like how long did he do carpentry before he went into full on preaching? Yeah. When he was, what was his last job? Yeah, what was, was his like, last I'm job? done with this. Yeah, he's like helping out the neighbor lady. I have to go preach the word. I can't, <laughs> I can't fix your door. He put an offense at the neighbor lady's house to keep her goats in the yard. He was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> this is the last goat fence I'm putting up. <laughs> but I wonder uh. if when he was hanging out with, <laughs> sorry, like if he was hanging out with the disciples too and like there was a wobbly table, they all looked like, Jesus, could you think he just, you know. I'm done. I've, I've quit carpentry. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm, I'm over it. I just don't want to. Because I know, it like, I do it to you. Like, I'm like always asking for your carpentry skills. Mm -hmm. Hey, Johnny, can you fix this real quick? Mm -hmm. Like, all it's the all time. all your friends do that. So I'm sure a couple people were hitting up JC, and he was getting real annoyed about it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want to know, like, did when Jesus was alive, did he know the future? Like, he was he all knowing? Because if he knew the future, then he knew that he had crappy carpentry tools to work with. He oh. knew that in the future there would be like a festal domino and there would be like, you know, really good drills and stuff. Or, yeah, that, like, if, if you know, Jesus Christ came back right now, you took him to Home Depot, would he be like, wow, wish I had this stuff. Right. Yeah. What does this do? Yeah, what does they this got do? a specialty tool for everything. Yeah. I think he'd be blown away by a sawsaw. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. These are all great questions I wish I knew more about. Right. I actually know, well, I don't know. I follow he, a, a biblical scholar. I might ask him that question. Yeah. If anybody listening knows the answers to this, please. Yes. I feel like I should know more of us. the Bible about, like, it should, I should know more about this. Yeah. You being a carpenter, you should. And us both being pastor's kids. You yes, think we yes. would know about Jesus being a carpenter, but we don't. Yeah. We know, like, Bible verses and the songs and everything, but we don't know about the carpentry. We don't know a thing about it. But see, your dad, though, was very handy. He was. He Dandy is. Was he pastor. still is. He was both. He, yeah, and he still is. So he was following both yeah. JC's Yeah. Things. Walks alive. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey! So we had a really interesting conversation the other day about panic attacks of all things yeah and it was something again like we talk about a lot of things and uh there's still stuff we don't know about each other sometimes and this is one thing that came up where i recently had one for the first time and i brought it up to you mm -hmm. and uh then you told me about yours and i had no idea yeah oh yeah so i mean i i'm assuming it was a panic attack because i don't really know what else it, it could have been it kind of scared me because i I thought it was 
maybe a stroke like I, or something was it was so uncontrollable. It scared me. That's what freaked me out, too. I thought it was a stroke as well. Really? I did. OK, what was the what was happening to you first that you realized something's not right here? I was feeling very nauseous. Really? Okay. And then... See, I would have thought that would have been a heart attack coming on. And I was, like, getting sweaty. Mm -hmm. And then I, I, I talked to someone on the phone, and their mother wasn't doing well, and it made me think about my family and my mother. My mother had a stroke recently, like, well, a year or two ago. Uh-huh. And... The symptoms for a stroke, and I've known a couple of people like our age that have had strokes now. So mm. I just got in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this a stroke coming on? Yeah. So I start freaking out, and then you're just in your head, and you can't get out of it. Yeah. And it's more of the, do I call? <laughs> do I go to the hospital? Yeah. Do I call an ambulance, or am yeah. I just in my head? Is this a panic attack, or is this something real? Yeah. And fortunately, I was around my friend Ryan, who uh, had had panic attacks before, and I was saying how it was feeling he's like i think you're just having a panic attack hmm. and his advice was take a walk around the neighborhood just walk get out of your head hmm. and just keep on walking think about other stuff and it was about a half hour wow and then it it passed wow from just walking and breathing and getting out and not thinking in my head so much that it was that issue you know what i mean Oof. yeah so um Wow. And I told you about that, and then yeah. you told me about yours. So how did yours, uh, when was your first one? My first one, I was working um, for an insurance company, and I was, like, out on the on the road, like, up in the San Fernando Valley, like, on the freeway. Were you by yourself? By myself. And I was driving around, and I was just, you know, when there's a lot of traffic and stuff, you're on edge. You're, like, gripping the steering wheel, and you're yeah. just stressed out. And I was also stressed because it was, like, you know, it's a, it was a commission-based job. You know, this was years ago. And, um, and yeah, I just, I was freaking out and I had pulled over and I like had to like deep breathe and it wasn't that bad. This was like a mild one where I was just more like panicky. Yeah. Um, but then probably three, I think it was during the pandemic. I think it was August during the pandemic. We were going to go down and see my friend for her birthday at the beach. And during this time I had been taking Wilbutrin for like a year, like for depression. That's and for... Um, what is that? Depression medicine. Okay. Okay. Wellbutrin. And so I thought maybe I took accidentally another pill in the morning because it came on all of a sudden. It was completely, I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't, couldn't predict it. We were, I was having a great morning. We get in the car, we're driving down the street and I'm looking out the window and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, feel weird. Hmm. I'm like, something's wrong. And then, and I didn't feel panicky at all. I was just like, something's coming on. I feel really strange. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, can you pull over? And then he pulled, Chris pulled over. And then we're sitting there for a while. And it just, it kind of was like waves in my head. Like, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my gosh. And I was like dizzy and spinning. And I couldn't like, I couldn't sit up and look ahead. I had to like put my head down between my knees. Oh, wow. And I was like, and it was terrible. And then it kind of went away. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let's go. Like, it went away. Whatever this thing was, was happening. We get down the freeway five minutes. I'm like, nope, it's coming back. It's coming back. And then oh. we had to, like, pull off the road. We went into, like, a parking lot. And I full-on went into a panic, like, a full panic mode. It was, like, 
overwhelming, uncontrollable head confusion yeah. and pressure. Yeah. And it just came on and I just could not stop. And I was like, I was like crying. I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's wrong? What's wrong? I like couldn't stop. And it was just like, it would not go away. And I, and it lasted like 25 minutes, yeah. whatever this was. Mm-hmm. And it was so scary. And, um, anyways, it, it, it wore me out. I was like, after it happened, I was exhausted. And I just like laid in the back seat with my dog and like we drove home and I just like laid on the couch all day. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. But then recently we were coming back from uh, camping and um, we're driving on the 101 freeway, which is a nightmare. If you know Los Angeles up in like the valley up in that area, Mm -hmm. it's a nightmare to 101 freeway. And um, this car, this like Bronco, I can see it in the side view mirror, almost clips us because we had to stop abruptly. And he was coming through and he went Woo, off to the right and almost clipped us. And Oof. I was, I just started, I felt it coming on and I started like rocking and shaking my hands. And I tried to, whoo, tried to like blow, 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 blow and like control my breathing. Nothing worked. It full on hit me. I was in a total panic. I couldn't think. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do anything to control it. Nothing was happening. And that's the scariest part is you cannot stop it from happening. You can't get out of your head. You cannot stop it from happening. Yeah. And so we eventually, like, we got down to about, like, the the 405 and the 10, and I had Chris pull over. That's how long it was. We were in traffic. But just think, from the valley, 101 Valley, to the 10 of the 405, that's... It was happening that whole time, oh, and it man. was coming in waves. Finally pull over, and I, like, opened the door, put my feet on solid ground, and kind of just, like, stood up and, like, kind of, you know, it, it kind of subsided, but I just can't explain it. And you were saying they're different for everybody? Well, I was, like, after I had them, when I was, like, looking into it, like, what, how people experience them differently, what uh, symptoms they have, you know? Yeah. Um, so like I said about being nauseous and I got really sweaty, Yeah. but also the things you were saying, I was, I was in that too. Like I was so in my head and dizzy in a way. Yeah. Like even when I was walking around the neighborhood, I was like dizzy walking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I was like trying to figure out just how to, how to manage it, you know? And my buddy was like telling me, he's like, I've had these symptoms and he, he the first time he had a really bad one is he called an ambulance and they took him in and he was and they were just like you're having a panic attack really yeah wow so but he had a full blown like bad one with that and uh, but it's interesting like what certain like you don't know what's gonna make it happen I mean of course you don't want to make it happen but it's weird that yours have all been. Driving. Driving, yeah. And it's really strange. Either like, you're driving or someone else has been driving, yes. but it's something It's something in the vehicle. Yes. It's that... in the vehicle, and it's it's the it's the nervousness of the road. It's the, you know, unexpected stop and start and the traffic and the speed and having to pay attention and people that are being idiots driving. And, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, all that. All that. It's and all I, that. And I think mine, I think a lot, I was just like, I was in my head a lot. I was like just thinking about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And thinking about work and money and dealing with stuff like everybody does. Yeah. And then what was freaking me out is I was thinking like, okay, I'm having a stroke. Yeah. I and then I was, I was like, a and then that just made me go into full panic exactly. mode. Exactly. You know. Yep. 
I don't know. I feel like there should be a different kind of answer here. I feel like, you know, I don't know. The first one that happened in two waves, that one was so intense that I, I wonder if there was something more medically wrong happening. It was just too bizarre. Right. But this one in the car came on so, so quickly and it was very reminiscent of that one that I had that, yeah. that I thought, oh, they're similar, right? Yeah. But the fact that that first one came on in such a weird way, I'm just wondering if it is related to a seizure at all or like something in the brain or something was wrong or if that was indeed a panic attack and it was just different. I don't know enough about it, but I mean, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. No. And the, you know, there's things you can watch online, like when you're having a panic attack, like things you can do. And I've mm -hmm. been watching a couple of those things if it ever happens again, you know? Yeah. But um, everybody experiences them different. So it's kind of like what, what really helps is knowing that other people have them in a weird way. Okay. So when you do have it, when you are in your head, you're like, okay. I'm just having a panic attack. Mm -hmm. I'm not having a stroke. I'm not having a heart attack. Like, to try to calm your mind down from it. Yes. Um, which is <laughs> really tough to do. It's so tough to do. Yeah. And you know what I was thinking? I hate to, like, turn towards drugs to help me with anything. But I was thinking, like, even taking half of a Xanax before I go on long road trips. That could be a good thing. Just so I can kind of calm that part of my brain down. Yeah, yeah. Um, like for example, this Monday I have to drive from here to Kernville, which is four hours by myself. And I did it last time and it was fine. But if you're familiar with Southern California and the Bakersfield area, you know that in Bakersfield to get to Kernville, you have to go up a canyon. Yeah. And it's 18 miles of a canyon and it's windy and there's no signal. It's like driving through Colorado. It's terrible. It's very scary. Or West Virginia. Or you West, know West Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then and you're along a cliff. Yeah. So it's like a cliff and then a, and a road. If you're going and, up, you're along this cliff. And I freak out. I'm just like, just one wrong move. Yeah. Pop tire. Boom. Mm -hmm. Off the thing. And there's no guardrails. I mean, it, it's very, very scary. Ugh. I don't know. I just, I was fine last time and I'm sure I'll be fine again, but it is... Very scary. Which is interesting with that because you're you fly a lot. You travel a lot I for do. work and stuff, and you seem fine with that. I'm fine on an airplane. I've never had a panic attack on an airplane. Knock yeah. on wood. Right, right. I haven't either. I usually just fall asleep. I think I'm just more worried about if I'm snoring on the flight. Oh. <laughs> and people are like, this guy is snoring so loud. I think with the air <laughs> with the airplane, there is something about um like the hum of the aircraft that's almost kind of like it kind of like calms you in a weird way. Okay. Like if it's a smooth flight and you're just hearing the yeah. that white noise, it is kind of calming, but when you're on the freeway, it's constant um in your eyes visual things. Right, right. Your eyes are going, Oh it, my yeah, god, I'm yeah, god, you I'm can god, be god. in the, you can be in a tunnel in the yeah. flight and not see anything. Yes. Did you see by the way sorry, this yes. is off subject. Did you see those new like seats they're trying to Oh promote, my like, gosh! Where yes. there's lower and the upper, and the upper seat is like right in your face. I'm like, Who someone's is... gonna be breaking wind right in your face. No, no, no one's gonna no, go no. for that. Not just that, but like, what if someone loses their functions and yeah. and pees yeah. on you or poos on or you or drops something? I mean, that's just too. A kid barfs. <laughs> Anything. You're in splash zone. <laughs> yeah. You definitely want to be in the top bunk for something like that. Seriously. I'm like, that better be sealed. By the way, were you a top bunk or bottom bunk person? Bottom bunk, baby. All right. All the time? All the time. I ain't getting in no top bunk. I mean, <laughs> I, 
I don't mind the top bunk. I'll be honest with you. I really don't care. But when I was a kid, I just didn't like the inconvenience of like jumping up because I was like really tall as a kid. Yeah. I was always very tall. So for me, it was like the ladder was kind of stupid because it was like two little steps and then you jump into the yeah. bed. But you could try to jump off the bottom bunk and like just jump into the top bunk. Right. I don't know. But you remember the church camp we went to yes. when they had the bunks and they had those metal ladders. But I always was top bunk in church camp. Oh, you, so you were top bunk. Yes. Okay. I was a couple times and like then going down those metal ladders at night Messed to pee. You up. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I did. I When I got older at church camp, I did the bottom bunk. Yeah. When I was younger, I did the top. Yes. Older. Bottom. bottom. And my sister and I shared a room. So I was always bottom and she was top. And okay. I used to, oh, I used to just annoy the crap out of her <laughs> i'll tell you later off off camera okay. here what we're to what how i did it but off radio off. it's really messed up i don't yeah. want to talk about it right now uh, sorry i got the subject <laughs> about panic attacks no um but i th i think i need to do a little bit more research um i want to find out if you know you know if what i was experiencing was indeed a panic attack or if it is something more serious yeah because if it could you, be like a mini seizure or something like that too yeah, because you think you would think with panic and with being scared i would have them on airplanes cuz turbulence freaks me out right and i'm very scared of that stuff yeah but i never have them on an airplane right. it's only when i'm driving in a car i've never had one outside of a car i've never had one just in life right so it's almost it's almost like am I having problems with motion? Is it like a um what's it called in your head when you like it's too many sensory things going on? Uh, vertigo yeah. or yeah, you know vertigo, something weird that, like that. My sister has vertigo sometimes. Oh, she had an issue with that. I don't know. I just I really want to look it, into it a little bit, and then I do think I do have um, Xanax for flying. Yeah, but I don't take it because I'm not flying obviously. Right. So I'm thinking maybe like I maybe I will take that, but I don't want to take it and be driving. I think that's dangerous. Maybe just as a passenger. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know does they don't operate heavy machinery when Yeah, you're... I think so. Is it funny though every time I read that, <laughs> like when it says don't operate heavy machinery, I'm not thinking of a car, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm not sure. I shouldn't forklift. be like a yeah, or a bulldozer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be on a bulldozer. I can take this. I'm fine. Right? But a car is definitely a heavy machine. Yeah. I'm like, a blender's fine. That's light machine, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't operate a forklift or uh, an elevator. Yeah, yeah. So, Anyways. yeah, we just wanted to talk about panic attacks because yeah. we're, it was something we found out about each other. Yeah, and, yeah. It's definitely scary. And but, uh, it, yeah. it helps to know that. And as bad as it is that other people have them and they their experience that helps you kind of cope with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, thanks for telling me too. <laughs> well, if you guys have ever had a panic attack and you want to tell us about it. Or what can help or what coping can mechanisms. Help, we would love to hear about yes. it. And you can reach out to Jared and I through Instagram. You don't always have to go to the blog. Yeah. The blog's www.thelittlebitpodcast.com, but Jared, what's your handle on Insta? Jared Show, but the the O is a zero. The yeah, O is a weird. zero. Is there an underscore? No. No? Okay, so J-A-R-E-D-S-H-0-W. -E yes. Yes. Slide into those DMs. Yeah. We'll have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours? Mine's just Joni Sprague. All right. J-O-A-N-I-E-S-P-R-A-G-U-E. And that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, Seattle. <laughs> We're listening. Isn't that what Frasier excuses say or something? Become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash the little bit podcast.
The Little Bit Podcast is recorded and produced in Orange County, California. We'll be back soon with a new episode.